Good day and welcome to the Mobile Notary Show. Yes, my name is Kathy Holliday and I am the CEO of Mobile Notary 24-7. And I would like to thank you for joining me today for my very first 30-day challenge of podcasting. Thanks to Gordon So and my BFF Lester Bailey, I decided to join the 30-day challenge podcast. So what I'll be sharing with you are the ins and the outs and the do's and the don'ts of being a mobile notary. Also, I'll be teaching in my future podcast how to become a successful professional mobile notary. I'll literally walk you through step-by-step instructions on how to become a successful mobile notary. So let me ask you this. How many of you all have heard of the term mobile notary? The reason why I ask that is because I've been a notary for six plus years. I've completed over 4,000 signings and I, it just, it just amazes me how some of my borrowers will ask me when I go to the signing and I meet them, they say, we've never heard of the term mobile notary. I'm like, really? They says, yeah. So, so, so what are we doing? And all we're doing is once I tell them, once you see me, this is considered your closing. And they said, well, wait a minute. You mean we don't have to go into the office to sign the docs? I says, nope, I come to you. Well, we don't have to print the docs. Some of them think they actually have to print the docs. No, you don't have to print the docs. All we need to do is sign the documents here. I'm going to put them in that UPS or FedEx packet, and then I'm going to take them to the FedEx office, and they will be on their way back to the lender. So they are just astounded that there is a mobile or traveling notary that's going to accommodate them and make this a smooth transition. So what I'm going to be doing is sharing with you how to actually become a successful mobile notary. So some of you all may say, well, let, what, 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 what exactly what is a mobile notary? So let me just share with you what a typical day of a mobile notary. So I'll have a signing company that I have signed up with. I've got 40 different co- companies that I contract out with. So one of the companies will call me and says, Miss Holiday, are you available for a signing on Monday at 3 o'clock in the city of whatever city, Maricopa Casa Grande? I'm in Arizona. So I said, look at my calendar. Yes, I am available at 3 p.m. on Monday, September 3rd. Excuse me, that's going to be a holiday. Let's say September 4th. (laughs) Okay, so I'm available for the signing on September 4th. They then send me the borrower's information, and I automatically, immediately call the borrower just to confirm nothing has come up where we need to change the time, the location, or the date. So once I call the borrower and confirm with them, they say, yes, we're still on. We're looking forward to seeing you Tuesday at 3 o'clock. I'm like, great, I will see you then. I go to the, I then print out the documents. Once I print out the documents, I print a set of documents for the borrower and I print a set of documents for the borrower to sign and for me to send them back to the lender. That's what a mobile notary does. You literally are mobile. You're going to be traveling to the borrower's home. So what I'm going to be doing with you, I'll share a couple of, a few topics of, what I'll actually be teaching throughout the podcast. Um, I'll be teaching how to get state certified. 
I'll walk you through on how you need to go down to the Secretary of State, how to get state certified, and then how to complete a background screening. Some people say, well, why don't I need a background screen? Or what is a background screen? I'll be going into detail on why you need it, what is it, and 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 also be discussing with what is an E&O insurance. That's your errors and omissions insurance. So I'll be discussing that and how do you get it and what number, total amount you should be choosing for coverage of your E&O insurance. Also, there's you, you need to be aware that there is... Um, of various, at least about five or six notary associations that you get to choose from. You have options to sign up with. I'm literally with NNA. I love National Notary Association. So that's who I'm with. Um, they also, I'll be discussing, there is five steps to correctly checking a signer's ID. You say, well, why would I need to check a signer's ID? I'll go over that with you because then you have to actually input all of that into the notary journal. And why do you need a notary journal? And how should it be filled out? And do I really need privacy shields for the notary journal? I'll be going over all of that. There are so many acronyms. There's the DOT and the POA and the CD and the RTC and the HUD and the PUD. I'm going to go over all of those acronyms with you so you'll know when someone comes to you and says, okay, um, they told me that I need the uh, TIL. You need to know that that's been changed. It's no longer the truth in lending. And you need to know exactly what acronym it is that they're going to be using to say, no, the TIL has been replaced with this. Okay, um, there is the, a couple things that I wanted to go over now is there are five things to remember when preparing for your very first notarization. I know my very first notarization. I was so nervous because I thought I was going to miss a signature. I thought that the borrowers would be would be um, um, uh, really adamant about reading every single page and my very first signing. I didn't know how to explain all of the documents. So I was really nervous. So I'll go over those things with you. They also have 10 most crucial things to do when you are at a signing table in order to successfully complete your signing. There's 10 most crucial things you need to do. I'll be going over that with you. Okay. And lastly, I want you to know that a mobile notary is not for everyone. OK, understand that it's not for everyone. We actually have there is a certain type of person that you need to be to be a mobile notary. The same way everybody can't be like my good, good friend, Lester Bailey, a police officer. Everyone is not cut out to be a police officer. Everyone is not cut out to be a attorney. So we have to make sure that you are cut out to be a mobile notary. Now, it's pretty simple. The person. Anybody could do it if they have these traits. And I'm going to go over those with you. Do you have a beautiful personality? Because you're going to deal with people that are a little challenging and we need to make sure that you have a beautiful personality and you do not let this particular person upset you. Also, do you have patience? Why we say patience? Because if you have a borrower that is elderly, that cannot hear you correctly, that forgets, Today is 9118. That's our challenge day. Yay! Today is 9118. Guess what? You may have to keep repeating and giving that elderly person the date when they're actually signing their name. They're going to say, uh, What was today's date? You have to be patient with them. 
Okay. Also, as Mr. Gordon so again would say, you have to have integrity. You have to have integrity. You have to be professional. You have to be trustworthy. Why do you need to be trustworthy and professional? In order for you to be trustworthy, you are, have to realize that you are taking this person's driver's license information and recording it on a journal for the Secretary of State. You're taking their driver's license number, their birth date. You're taking their um, first, middle, last name and their address. So, yes, you need to be trustworthy. You also have to make sure that you're organized. Every single signing that I have completed, be rest assured, those signing companies sent a survey to ask them, how was Miss Holiday dressed? Was she dressed professional? Was she, was she rude at any time? Did she appear to be organized or was she all over the place? Was she knowledgeable? Was she reliable? Was she on time? So again, these things you have to make sure that you are on point or you will not be a successful professional mobile notary. Okay? So the last thing I want to share with you is you need a dependable vehicle. You need to make sure you keep insurance on that vehicle. You need to make sure you have a laptop or a desktop. Definitely have to have a laser printer. And I'm going to go over all of this with you. So I, I don't mean to overwhelm you. But this can be a very lucrative job. If you apply yourself, this can be a very nice, lucrative job. Start out part-time, which is what I did. I started out, I had one other business that I opened up. I was shutting that one down and I started the notary. So that just kind of worked out perfectly. However you want to handle it, you make sure you do it. But you, you want to start off part-time because it can be a bit costly in the beginning because you have to make sure that you have a laser printer. You cannot have an inkjet printer. You have to make sure that you have a reliable computer. You have to make sure that you purchase legal and letter paper and make sure you have a, a bag up cartridge just in case that happened to me. I'm trying to complete a signing and my cartridge went out on me. Didn't give me a clue that he was going low on ink. I have three signings lined up. So I had to rush to the store which means, oh, am I going to be late for my signing? So you have to make sure I'm going to give you all these clues and, 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 and helpful hints on how you can make sure you don't make the mistake that I did when I started out. Okay, so with that being said, um, I thank Mr. Gordon so for this challenge. I'm all excited to share this information with you all. So thank you again for joining my podcast. I will be back tomorrow and for the next 29 days or the next 29 days, correct. So you all have yourself a blessed, safe weekend. Stay awesome and stay focused. Bye for now.